Hello, Nana. We're back. <laughs> yes, I feel like this has been the shortest break ever. <laughs> yeah. It kind of was. Yeah. It went by fast. Like a lot has happened in the world in two short weeks. So too too long and then yeah guys before we start we just wanted to know as you know i'm from nigeria and there's just a lot of stuff going on over there um apparently the u.s does not have a monopoly on police brutality and there's an organization there called sars that has just taken the law in its hands not in a good way and just really doing really bad things to citizens, innocent citizens, people being put in prison, people being killed um, for no reason, to be honest. Their family not being involved. There are people who don't know where their loved ones are, and this has been going on for years. And the people who stood up for, you know, they're not going to take this anymore and began to protest. And it's such a moment of pride, but it's also a heartbreaking moment because we just shouldn't be dealing with... Like, where is the humanity in people? I just... I don't understand. There's no explanation for this. It doesn't mean anything. And then today, to make it worse, it seems like the government is complicit in just killing innocent protesters. And it's kind of like a lot. I don't even have all the full details. I saw enough to just log out. And my heart goes out to everyone who has been affected by this. And kudos to everyone who has been on the front lines in different locations. But we just wanted to give a thought and... You yeah. know, prayers to er- the whole situation is just sad. So it's it's crazy because I've heard people on social media talk about SARS before, but I had no idea it was to this extent before, yeah. like two weeks ago. It's insane. People are being murdered, raped, extorted yeah. just mm-hmm. for absolutely no reason. And I think this goes a little part of me when I did hear about SARS like years ago. You kind of think it's just quote-unquote typical African, you know, corruption, extortion, bribery. But this has clearly begetted, like, a way bigger issue, which is why, like, quote-unquote small things matter. They lead to these big things. And right now, citizens are being abused. So all of you who are putting your lives at risk, even if you're not there in person, on social media, raising awareness, do anything you can. Don't feel powerless just because you're not there in person protesting. Yes. Because awareness helps. Yep. That's how I heard about it. So. Yes, just do your bit. We'll still talk about the episode, but we just wanted to yes. mention that, yeah. It did not feel right to go in talking about something so frivolous when there's just real shit happening in this world. So, yeah, we just wanted to address it. And more power to everybody and SARS today, forever and ever. Amen. Also, vote, guys. Please vote. Vote. Our lives could be changed forever in a few weeks. We don't know how, but just vote. Yes, please. (laughs) Vote for those of us who can't vote as well, like me. So (laughs) please vote (laughs) for those of us who can't vote as well. Don't tell me my vote doesn't matter or they're all the same. I don't want to hear it. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Actually, let me put a challenge. In case anyone out there, I hope, you know, you're not out there. But in case there's anyone out there who's like, you know, I don't think I want to vote. It's the lesser of two evils. Do what Nana said. Just go vote for someone who can't vote and vote for who they say they want you to vote for. Just do yes. it. 
It's not your vote, so that way you're voting anyway. And you can still tell people you didn't vote, because technically you didn't. You voted you for someone else. message me if you want. I can tell you who to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, we're jumping in. Season 2, Episode 1, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I think the best way to describe this episode is the aftermath of the breakup. <laughs> yes, I actually really enjoyed this episode. What did you think of it? Um, I liked the episode. Uh, yeah, I did like it. I think it was, as you put it in quotes, realistic. Yes, yes. Something most people should have experienced and could relate to for mm-hmm. each of them. Well, except Samantha. But <laughs> I, th- I think, okay, so maybe Enjoyed wasn't, isn't like the full picture. It just hit home is what I'll say. I think it was really well done. I agree. I think it's like you can tell that they've eased into their roles and the show. Yes. Yep. So we'll dive right in. Carrie says the odds of bumping into the one who broke your heart is high in New York. The odds of break of running into him when you look like shit is even higher. (laughs) 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 And uh, I've never experienced it because I've never you know, lived in a city, quote unquote, that small where you, you know, you have to know where you're going, where you might run into someone. But Mm -hmm. she said very rarely does she, uh, no, I was saying like very rarely does Carrie look like shit, but she actually did look like shit, guys, in this scene. Do you know what? This is, I don't even think it's city size. Sometimes it's your community because you'll see the person whether you want to or not. So I definitely make way more of an effort when I think there's even going to be a small chance I'll see somebody that I used to talk to but I think I have bumped into someone not looking my best I wouldn't say look like shit but I could have looked better so but yeah you're right she did not look her best (laughs) (laughs) and it looks like she started smoking also I try to remember if she gave it up last season or if she just didn't smoke as much but for some reason, I think I she the- just didn't smoke as much. I don't think she mentioned giving up smoking. Okay. So yeah. She so she's on the street and she sees Big. This was not a hallucination, was it? It was. She actually saw him. I think it was a hallucination. She thought oh. she saw him because the actor morphed into somebody else. Later, but not this first one, really. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, she literally. Okay, we'll run. go back and check, but I, I'm 90% sure it was a hallucination. Oh, I actually went through the whole episode thinking she did see him. He just didn't see her. Uh, and then literally, she literally runs and then she hides. And then she says the city becomes a battlefield. And going back to what we were saying, I, I agree with you that it's a community thing. I've just never lived in a place where, one, that it's a commuter place. Mm-hmm. When you're walking on the street and you run into some, it's always been like you drive and where mm-hmm. you, you, I'm not going to be surprised if I'm going to run into you because where I'm going to run into you is probably a place of mutual friends or an event mm-hmm. where you know more than likely you're going to be there. Got so, it. Um, yeah, but I can't imagine, but even at that point where I know I'm going to meet like an ex or just run into them or something. I already know how my heart feels, so I can't even imagine how she felt. The anticipation is terrifying. Just I playing up scenarios. <laughs> this episode, guys, it was just giving me so many flashbacks. I was just like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Not in a good way. Not in a good way. So I feel you. 
<laughs> like every little thought that goes into it, what outfit yeah. you're going to wear, oh my God, how's it look? What would be the reaction? Mm-hmm. Act natural, act cool, but I'm mad at you and you're yeah. still a jerk. But hi. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And how they ruin like every single, you know, like you'll go out or your friends will take you out to try and cheer you up and your whole night is ruined because you keep waiting to see them. (laughs) And then you're kind of, part of you is happy you didn't run into them. And then there's a small part of you that's disappointed that you didn't see them. So yeah, it's a horrible feeling. It's really not. sickness too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So anyways, being the good friends that they are, Miranda and Charlotte, they storm into Carrie's apartment and they tell her to grab her coat because they're going out. They don't tell her why and they tell her it's a surprise. So Miranda is being a little harsh on with Carrie and she wonders when she's going to get out this hostage situation is what she called it <laughs> so, how long had it been by then a month Two weeks? a month okay yes they tell us later it was a month so Charlotte tells her not to listen to her as it's only been a month and it takes half the time you went out with someone to get over them and calls it a breakup rule thoughts on that I've heard that rule before I think it's nonsense but yes. <laughs> that's just me <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. I don't, I don't yeah. think that necessarily, but I do know that I heard that when I was younger, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of people took it as gospel. Yeah, like one of those things where we heard it, we went along with it, but when you put thought into it, you're like, nah. Yeah, that doesn't. Like seem every different. situation is different, so. Yeah. Yeah. So she then says they only went out for a year, so she has five more months, and I'm like, excuse me. Okay, I thought it was just me. When she said that, I was like, a what? A year? What? So this all of season one was a year? Big and Carrie went out for a year, which, uh, one, it makes all the shenanigans even worse. Yes! And then, two, I feel vindication because I'm like, this was not a, you know, casual, we're talking or whatever. Like, you know this what? was an the, actual the, relationship. So they would talk, yeah. spend nights, but, girl. Mm. The whole time I was watching, I was like, man, I'm going to have to apologize to Tane because <laughs> so much of the defending I did, I said Carrie was being dumb. And I'm like, if these people, do you know what? No, there's a part of me that I'm like, Carrie, you are real dumb. And another part of me like, okay, big, you are a real asshole. If they'd been together that long, like, mm-hmm. come on, they should have got it together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I think with the breakup rule or thing, I don't think it's necessarily the time. I think they're just different people who mean different things to yeah. who you are. So yeah. anyways, Miranda says, nah, you don't have to do, she didn't believe in the breakup rule. You got to cut your losses and get right back in the game. But again, I think your feelings determine the state of the relationship. She mentions that when she broke up with Eric, she moved on quickly. Carrie's all like, um, I don't remember it that way. <laughs> the memory's a funny thing. <laughs> Selective memory. Hmm. Yeah. And Charlotte is like, Eric who? And then Carrie tells us that Miranda used to date someone called Eric, who was the love of her life. But now she doesn't mention him at all. He was the love of her life till he left her for another woman. And Charlotte says, you can't push yourself into feeling good. The only way to get over it is to feel really bad, cry to your girlfriends, and replay what you hated about him over and over again. And I agree. With one exception, Mm. the mind plays tricks on you. And somehow you get all the things you hated and keep going. (laughs) 
guys okay this is where i'll make a recommendation um keep a journal i'm the worst journal writer i literally write ad hoc but the other day i was like cleaning up and i was, I found some old journals and i was reading back and i was just like oh my gosh like you completely forget how shit the person makes you feel at that time i don't know if it's self-preservation is that the human brain kind of downplays how bad they make they made you feel and you kind of think oh it wasn't that bad or you only remember the good part so if you keep a diary and you remember how shit you felt at the time when you're starting to like give up and give them a chance go back and read it <laughs> and remember how bad you felt at the time you know what's so, so funny you can't play tricks mm-hmm. well, coincidentally today i have like a folder i don't know why i kept that in my email or something and i have all like the bad conversations and i was Ooh. reading through one where i got broken up with through bbm if anyone else oh remembers what blackberry messenger and i'm just reading through the message and the last line of the message is like why are you not still telling me all this through a call but i was telling i was telling my friend and i'm like i really should delete all these like i don't need these anymore but i was like you know what maybe i'll leave it for my daughter so she knows that they can't take her for no idiot yeah you know <laughs> Nah, I mean, like it's just example. You need evidence, honestly. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I'm telling him what he did wrong, and I'm apologizing and saying, I mean, I know I'm being a nag. I mean, I know I'm probably oh, overreacting. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm, and I'm like making excuses as to why I'm still at fault for something that someone else did. I'm like, yeah, what? We've so all done bad. it. We've all done it. I don't care who you are. There's nothing that irritates me more than when, especially on social media nowadays, you see people like, oh, you guys let men do this. Oh, you guys did. I'm like, shut up. We've all done dumb stuff. It couldn't be me. It it, it sure was you, is you, and probably is now. (laughs) Don't lie. We've all done stupid things at like for people we love, but the aim is not to repeat it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Nothing that irks me more than not learning from an experience. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they start heading out to wherever it is. Miranda's like, you're way too overdressed for where you're going. Like, um, Carrie's in a heavy fur coat. Well, I don't know if it's faux or furs, but back in the day, there wasn't, like, you know, yeah. PC, so I'm <laughs> guessing it was a fur coat. And, like, this floral tight dress and a Gucci purse. Again, we can't talk about Sex and City without the fashion. The fashion, so- darling. So <laughs> she says she doesn't want to take that chance. I'm sorry. Speaking of darling, I forgot that Kim Cattrall was actually from the UK. Oh, well, you forgot? She was born there. And, yeah. Yes, what I was reading. And I was like, oh, yeah, that explains kind of. Do you know why I've never forgotten? Because British people love the British born actress, Kim Cattrall. They love to claim <laughs> you when it's good things. I'll never forget, if you guys know who Linford Christie is, he he was like a really, really good 100 meter um, runner in the Olympics. And he got done for, what did he get done for? I think it was for doping. Yeah. All of a sudden, he became the British, um, the Jamaican-born British man. And I was like, so all these years, you guys were hyping up Linford Christie. They threw him aside without, they do the same to Raheem Sterling, if any of you watch soccer. That all of a sudden will be Raheem Sterling, who grew up in Jamaica for most of his childhood. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? So, yes, I did not forget Kim Cattrall <laughs> is British because British people will remind you <laughs> that she is. Yeah. <laughs> They're I, I was like, oh, yeah. 
And but also, I think- Anna, sorry, did you notice um, Miranda's Fendi jacket? No, because it cracks me up. No, you know, she's wearing no. a black coat. So when it zoomed in, I'm like, this bitch has a full-on, full-length Fendi coat on. And it cracks me up because Fendi's back nowadays, like, in a big way. I mean, it was a big designer then, but it's really been revamped. And I was just like, I can't imagine Miranda being a logo queen like that. It's all black, but it's still got the Fendi print all over it. So it's black on black. But it just cracked me up because it didn't seem like a Miranda piece to wear. She was wearing, huh? So Charlotte says if he had any sense, Big would move away because <laughs> Carrie was here first. <laughs> that I feel her. <laughs> but it also, I think there were many funny one-liners. I want to say season two started with the funny. They upped the funny um, compared to the first season. So the first yeah. season where you kind of have to kind of get them fine and get the joke, it was just upfront um, this season. So that made me laugh. So Miranda says she's giving him way too much power and she broke up with him, remember? And mm-hmm. that was that. And then we find out that Samantha is still with James. How? I was so shocked because I assumed they'd broken up last season. So I was just like, okay, we're still doing this. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, uh, James I, is the tiny penis man, by the way, for those yes. of you who need a refreshment. So Yeah. So they pick her up. Again, remember they've mastered the art of being able to fit into a cab, all four of them comfortably. They pick <laughs> her up, and as she's kissing him, he says, how are the most beautiful women in Manhattan? And Miranda says, if we see them, we'll ask. And that made me laugh. I don't know if it was funny, but it made me really laugh. <laughs> Miranda is just oh. on it this, this episode. But <laughs> That was funny. So, anyways, they're still together. He's saying, I love you. He's being attentive. And Charlotte says, uh, Carrie says, everything is going so great. And Samantha is like, it's like me, James, and his tiny penis. One big happy family. <laughs> so, she's she's clearly cool with it, guys. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Carrie tells us that two months later, she still hasn't accepted his quote-unquote shortcomings. So that was just <laughs> so once again, ordinarily in your forties, mm-hmm. I know you've by the time you're in your forties, you've dated forever mm-hmm. and you know, you're ready to settle down and you meet like you know, you're tired of meeting like all the douches and you know someone's gonna have a flaw. And I understand overlooking stuff, but sex is so huge for Samantha. And monogamy is not a thing for her. So what gives with this relation? I don't get it. But that was a whole point in the last episode. Like, she met him and she kind of fell in love with him. And she liked him so much. She was willing to be monogamous, even with a man with a small penis. I think that's the whole idea, is that she really likes him. But I still, obviously, they're doomed. Because, like you said, that's such a big thing for Samantha. And I just feel like if you can't accept it after two months, just like bounce, girl. (laughs) Time to go. But I don't even know if this episode convinced me that she loved him because she didn't say anything about. That's why I'm saying that. I think that's why I'm bringing this up as a point is Mm -hmm. they're not making it a point to even say, like, not once did she even say, but you know, he treats me well. He does this. Like, I didn't yeah. even get the sense that, you know, something she's overlooking is, like, something she's tolerating. I don't know. Yeah, because so, all she cares yeah. about is the size of his penis. And that's yeah. all she wants to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it turns out that where they were going to was the Yankee Stadium, and Miranda is a huge fan. I found it so so funny that all season one we never knew that Miranda liked baseball, but they just sprung it up on us like, oh, she's this huge. <laughs> she did play in that baseball game. Was it baseball or softball for her company? Yeah, but they didn't even yeah. mention that. Oh yeah, I do like baseball. I'm a fan. It was just a company game day. Yes, definitely. So I was like, okay, I'm just reading too much into it. It's fine. Samantha is grumpy. <laughs> Samantha is grumpy and she's complaining about everything and saying her life sucks. Charlotte is like, um, I don't I can't remember if it was Carrie or Charlotte. I think it was Carrie. She says, Your life doesn't suck. You have a man that loves you. And Samantha says, You don't understand. And Carrie's just in the mood. She's like, Yay, love. And then Karen, <laughs> Samantha's like, You don't understand the seriousness of my situation. She breaks up a tiny piece of a hot dog and asks Carrie, How would you <laughs> like to make love to this every night? And Carrie's like, Is it kosher? <laughs> that scene made me laugh uh, I would have to say I think they're really good actors honestly especially in scenes like that yeah. especially considering what we know in real life that they didn't always get along no. I just feel like it's good acting but let me tell you that I was actually going to say something so you watch scenes like this and you see all this chemistry and mm-hmm. I remember the podcast I told you um, that I listened to where they talked about everything and the ins and outs of the show. One mm-hmm. of the producers, I forget her name, when they asked about um, Kim Cattrall's, you know, reaction to everything and, you know, is this something? And she says the absolute thing I would say, I'm not going to speak for her, but she says the one thing that she would say for all the things that they saw on there was that they actually genuinely liked each other on set. So she doesn't understand where all of this is coming from. She was like, you can't fake it for that long and she said her theory is that if Kim Cattrall had just come out and said I'm over this you know I don't want this you know it's a time in my life like I'm done with it and it's not what you know I want to do anymore I just want to close that chapter and then move on that she can accept that and then that's fair enough like you have a right to close that chapter but to come out there and to make it seem like you know Sarah Jessica Parker is this horrible person and she's this thing or whatever and then based on what I got out of there I think what they're trying to put out, it was that Kim Cattrall never got used to Sarah Jessica Parker being the star. Interesting. So, hmm. yeah, I was going to say that they do have a lot of chemistry, and I kind of have to agree with her. Like, even when you don't get along, I feel like sometimes, like Will and Grace, I mean, at some point, Karen and Grace were, didn't even have a scene together. Yeah. Just and even whatever. So this, this season, I think Sarah Jessica Parker is a producer now, right? I- I think I saw her name in the beginning credits. Oh. And I feel that sometimes that can also create a little bit of tension because you have more control. Control over it. Although yeah. I didn't think, based on what I heard, I didn't think she did that much. Sarah Jessica Parker was actually involved. There were things that she would come in and mm-hmm. give her opinion and stuff. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I think I read a new article based on her new show, Filthy Rich, and I think she's religious now. So maybe it's guilt. You know, mm-hmm. she was a really sexual character, and she's just like, can people just stop defining me? Like, she knows this yeah. is going to be her legacy, yeah, and she just true. doesn't want it to be that. So, I don't know. It's all speculation, but I don't not think that they didn't get along. I actually do think they did, so, yeah. okay, you know. That's and also, you know what? That's life. I used to feel sorry for actors that were typecast. But I'm just like, you know what? You have to see the blessing in it. At least people remember you <laughs> for something that's like stood the time, the cultural test of time, I should say. 
Yeah. Like before that, we knew you for Mannequin, the movie. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah. can see both sides of that. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Was okay, we come back. They do have <laughs> chemistry, guys. Yes. <laughs> so Miranda keeps going on about this new baseball player. She's rattling off stats. And as they're doing that, Carrie fades away. And she's like, I couldn't help but wonder. That's our first one for the season, guys. About <laughs> my own stats. Ten years, countless dates. Five real relationship, one serious, all ending in breakups. I'm like, wow, what a line. <laughs> <laughs> but I, do have, <laughs> I have a question for you, Nana. What is the difference between, she said, five real relationships, one serious? Yeah, one is, that doesn't make sense to me. You're either are or you're not. That's why <laughs> I'm one of those people. <laughs> I always say I don't date anymore. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. But I didn't say that. People, anyway we'll get into that another day but I'm one of those people that won't say somebody's like I'm in a relationship or someone's my boyfriend unless they actually are does that make sense some people if they're just talking to somebody they'll say it's a relationship but I'm not one of those people and maybe Carrie is you know what I mean did you just say you're one of those who doesn't call someone your boyfriend unless they're actually your boyfriend no, unless I'm no, some people they'll say when they're just talking to somebody, they'll consider oh. that a relationship. Okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, and some people, unless you you're like that, committed like... boyfriend and girlfriend, then that's not a relationship. Yeah, I don't know if I'm making sense. No, it does. I mean, I think that's where the term talking to came from. So you'd be like, oh, this guy I'm talking to. Yeah, but some people consider talking to as a relationship. Oh. Not me, but some people do. God. So I'm thinking that's what she meant by that. I don't so know. So it wasn't a serious relationship. So was Big the serious relationship? Who knows? Well, it has to be. But I yeah. guess she could have just said five relationships, one serious. But she said five real relationships, one serious. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'm just like, why are you in a relationship if it's not serious? But... Oh, you know what? Let me not drag myself. Okay, probably next. People, yeah, probably people didn't. She didn't like. She remember she was in that. Well, it wasn't a relationship. But remember that guy she didn't like. But yeah, oh, trying it to but, see if it fits. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you like I don't get that, but people do do and that. So there was also that guy that she had sex with. Um, the French guy. The one that she said she had amazing. No, not the French guy that she had amazing sex with. Who was kind of a douche. She snuck off to give him her. Um, oh, what was his name? She snuck off to give him her number when she was at lunch with Miranda. I think it was. It was near the beginning of the series. Oh, Why can't I remember his name. I'm blanking myself too. So anyway, I'm not being helpful. <laughs> but she said they tried dating three times. Do you remember when she oh, was twenty? Not the one. 30. The one with Stanford, not Miranda. Oh, Stanford. It was Stanford. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember the. Mm-hmm. The bane of her existence. Yeah. That one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, anyways, the ball comes flying towards the stands, and Carrie catches the ball. Miranda is all like giddy, and she's like, "Do you know the odds of catching a fly ball?" Actually, I couldn't tell if she was excited or jealous, to be honest. So I think she was a bit of both. <laughs> so I would go. have been. I would have expected her to give it to me. I'm the one that's a baseball fan. 
I think Terry was already drunk by then, so. (laughs) (laughs) They're outside the locker room. They use Carrie's press pass to get her ball signed. And Samantha is ogling all the bulges in the locker room. And dear friends, dear listeners, my name is Tane, and I'm a bulge oogler. <laughs> Shame my game. My eyes always go down. My eyes always go down. I just want to see. And then I what laugh. What is actually wrong with you? You just Oh, my goodness. And I see flat front pants. I'm like, how? How is this so flat? Why is nothing happening? Then I see some, I'm like, man, you need to pack your junk well. I think my friend recently, she posted something of her her trainer and stuff, and I sent her a message. I'm like, can you tell him to pack his stuff better, please? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, I'm cracking up. I was watching Pride and Prejudice yesterday, the 1995 version with Colin Firth, mm-hmm. and there's a bit where he's walking, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can see which side of your leg you dress on that's a bit <laughs> too tight there but uh, See where the I wouldn't say I'm an yeah <laughs> but I wouldn't say I'm an ogler no I am it's like those <laughs> pathetic love island boys who always stuff their shorts and I'm like gosh like come on but anyways embarrassing anyway. just confessing guys <laughs> Let me know if you are one. I know I'm not alone, so that's why I'm not ashamed because there have yeah. people out there. So. I feel like you're going to make me one now. I'm going <laughs> to be, like, more aware. <laughs> so Carrie oh is lit and she's drunk AF. So Miranda is sputtering when the guy comes out asking him to sign the ball. She's I don't know what she's saying. I don't think she knows what she's saying. So Carrie is flirting a little with him and she decides she's going to ask him to the Dolce & Gabbana party. Guys, he's cute, by the way, especially for Sex and the City standards. So, that's what he was cute. <laughs> so, Miranda's feeling some type of way about it, and Samantha goes back in to look at some dicks in the locker room, like, literally one. I thought they were actually going to show it, but I don't know in the history of the show if there was ever male nudity. I think it was just female. Yeah, right? that sounds about right. Yeah, because I was wondering. I was like, well, it's an HBO show. Are they going to? But, you know, they always consider the men for some reason. But yes, they I, think, I think legally they're not allowed to show an erect penis. It has to be flaccid if they do show it. But women, uh, you know, they can show whatever they want on us, apparently. So, yeah. So... She wonders, was Charlotte right? Were we supposed to get over an ex in a slow, painful way or ignore all the bad feelings and throw ourselves back in the game? I think this is a clear answer. What? Really? Okay, what's your answer? Throw yourself back in the game? a slow, painful way. The reason why there are so many unhealed people not learning lessons is because instant gratification generation that we are ignore all the bad feelings make me feel good now nothing mm-hmm. learned everything's good and then you jump into someone who is not exactly what you need right now but is a band-aid or just the antithesis of the person you dated i 100 agree with you but i don't think it's a clear answer because i think a lot of people would say hey you need to get back into the game for all the wrong reasons that you just outlined but i agree with you i feel like just take your time to feel it. I'll admit that that's not how I like to get over people. Because <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. I am very squarely in the camp of, hey, we move. 
No, but that's what I mean by clear answer in terms of the right thing to do. Not exactly, you know, whatever it is. Because when a lot of people don't like to feel pain, I think I'm, Mm -hmm. I want to say I'm in the minority of people. I'd rather feel it and go through it. But I also learned, and I thought a lot of people were that way. But Mm -hmm. I I realized, you know, as I got older, that a lot of people just don't want to deal with it. And, Mm -hmm. but the thing is, unfortunately, it pops up and sometimes the wrongest times. Yeah. So... I will say this may be a tiny bit of fence straddling, but I feel like it's good to feel how you feel and be upset and cry, all of that. But I think when you start to wallow in it, sometimes it's good for you to just go out and like have fun, meet someone. Yeah. I'm not saying jump into something else, but distract yes. yourself with like what else is out there. But you should feel fine to like cry and be miserable for a little bit, but not for too long. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. So she says, in a world where leaving each other seems frequent, what are the breakup rules? Whatever you do, they have that little montage thing. I thought they dropped it, but apparently followed us to season two, uh, and it's terrible. Whatever you do, don't cry, don't call or see them in three months to lose the weight, change your name. They're all, but ugh, I don't know why I even mentioned this. It means nothing to me. So they're at the party and. Guy was no, they sorry. Carrie's getting ready for the party, and mm-hmm. Guy she says was 10 minutes late, but she was 20 minutes behind. And I realized that Carrie's one of those people that's always late, which I would find so annoying. I hate when people <sighs> are always late because I'm always early. <laughs> I'm with you, Carrie. I am with you there, Carrie. I feel like I'm I'm as I've gotten older, I do a lot better because I do think it's rude to keep people waiting. Even though I find it hard to be on time, I still think it's rude. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So can I but, ask, yeah. what mm-hmm. is the process? What makes... Because you always underestimate how long things are going to take you to do. Well, I can only speak for myself. I know that's my problem. I'd be like, oh, I can be ready in 30 minutes. I've never been ready in 30 minutes in my life. So I okay. don't know why I lied to myself that I can be ready in 30 minutes. Okay, because that was going to be my next question. So since pattern shows 30 minutes is not happening, why don't I make it an hour? Yeah, and then when you think, oh, an hour, I've got plenty of time. So you go extra slow. Or like you spend more time on your makeup. Oh, I've got time to do this now. It's just a never-ending cycle. Wow. It's terrible. I can't relate. I'm always the first and I'm always mad at myself. Like, because I'm like, this time they're going to be early. I went somewhere on Saturday. Yeah, I was the first person to show up. So then let me ask you, why are you always the first? Because (laughs) I'm very, first of all, you know me. I'm very type A. And I'm very, (laughs) if someone says something, this is the way. And honestly, I'm not going to say it because I didn't know you were someone that's always late. Because the next thing I was going to say was like, I think I've tweeted this before. I think that people who are always late are selfish. Because I'm like, what is happening? So if someone tells me, you're ready at 6.30, I plan out my day. I know what I'm... If if my issue is I don't know what I'm going to wear, I try it out, know how I'm going to feel, know what it is. I check how far the distance is, know how long that's going to take. And I just show up until... In my head, that's just how it works. Anything else is so foreign to me i don't get i don't like um, people, i don't like waiting so i don't like yeah. to keep people waiting so i absolutely hate waiting for people myself i'm not always late but i am late i'll say a chunk of the time a good chunk of the time some things i'm always on time for like birthday dinners and stuff if it's something that we all have to be there at a certain time and then sometimes i'm just like, eh. and then sometimes there's traffic you know but it's not a good thing to be late i 100 agree with you 
I think is rude. <laughs> and I think it shows a disregard for the person. But I'm being honest, I'm still late sometimes. So, but yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. I, do, I don't think it's a good trait. So, I hope everyone's okay with all our deviations this episode. <laughs> hey. Carrie you looks... knew what you were getting into, guys. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Carrie looks cute. She's wearing a teal maxi dress. It's teal, right? Yes. Yes, and it was in a maxi dress, but it's like satin or something like the shimmer. Some kind yeah. of yeah. It's but a typical Carrie, you know, slip yeah. dress, spaghetti S- straps. She looks good. Mm-hmm. So she was getting a necklace, and she runs into a picture of she and Big. It was actually pre- pretty cute. And she created a breakup rule. Destroy all pictures where he's sexy and you're happy. (laughs) That's 100% one of my breakup rules. I delete pictures. Like, delete quick. I don't even take that many pictures to begin with, but I do get rid of them. Especially when I'm, like, in the first flush. But I kind of always end up regretting it when I'm over the relationship. Because I'm like, oh, it would have been nice to keep that picture. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I've never, like, except, I think for people who put on social media, maybe like Facebook or Instagram, if you have pictures mm-hmm. all there, what is the logic behind, no, I get it, I guess, deleting all the pictures? Because it was a time in your life. You don't want to see that shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think I that's the logic. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're dating someone else. It's so funny because there's, um, there's this kind of famous model who I follow on Instagram. <laughs> and sometimes I scroll back on her Instagram and you can like map out her relationships. <laughs> like when they begin and when they end. New guy begin then because she doesn't delete. Yeah. But I would 100% delete everything. Like see her. Especially oh. on social media. Oh hell no. <laughs> We've moved you, on. So it's a new nana. <laughs> that's why you don't post it at all. And you go the people yes. with the hand. Or the neck. Oh, I hate that. One I'm body so part. sorry. Ah! I'm just like, just don't post. Just don't post. I agree. Yeah. I never understand if you're going to do that. Just either you don't post or you post one body part. Yeah. What is yeah. that? I just, this is what it seems. I really want to show you guys, but I want to yeah. be private, but, I would, but, you know, different strokes. Like you know, can I give you like an aside? Yeah. Another one, guys. I don't know if you remember years ago when me and you went to New Orleans. Yes. And I was um, snapping. It must have been because I didn't think I was using Instagram stories as much then. But I was snapping like our trip. <laughs> and I remember my sister, <laughs> she sent me a message and she was like, uh, can you show who you're with? Because it looks like you're with someone's husband and you're trying to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's what it reminded me of. And I was, because she's like, because you're with someone. Because I'm one of those people, I don't like, I really hate it when I'm out with people and they're constantly snapping me. It just yeah. irritates me. And you don't know, like, I might want to snap, but it doesn't mean everyone I'm with wants to be on camera. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Unless they, like, they're clearly fine with it. So I don't like to, like, just constantly. But she said, she told me to snap who I was with because it looked like I was trying to hide with someone's <laughs> husband. But it cracks me up. anyway sorry so we're back at the party and charlotte is with yet another man yep his name is paul and he's the vp of classical and jazz and i want to say something is there anyone out there who is willing to do a tally for us 
We can skip season one since we're past, but I do want to tally of Charlotte's men. I think it would be too much to yeah. ask how many each of them date through the course of the entire mm-hmm. show. If you want to do that, that would be great. If someone wants to be our tally, we'll give you a fancy title and then we'll go by it because I'm just fascinated at how many, you know, Charlotte's supposed to be the demure, you know, yeah. one, but she's the one that's up. what irritates me charlotte is dated by far the most men so far that we know about i just that's what i'm saying i don't like it when people try to present themselves as i'm better than other people so if you volunteer as tribute we'd be forever eternally grateful hit us up let us know just a fun side project you know so because mm-hmm. this is fascinating to me because i was even trying to be like who was the last person she dated wasn't it the guy that was on prozac or something and she, yeah, right. I think it was. <laughs> so Carrie, a few. <laughs> so Carrie tells us that Paul is perfect for Charlotte, except for one thing. And the camera pans to Paul adjusting himself in public, in front of everyone, <laughs> having a conversation, just putting his hand in his dick, shifting it around like it's an itch. So <laughs> he's not scratching, yeah. though. He's just moving it around. Yeah. And... <laughs> He tries to do it a second time, and then um, <laughs> Charlotte just grabs his hand quickly and does that. Can I? It's the huge pet peeve of mine when men do that. I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't know what the problem is. There was a guy. No, I wasn't seeing him. Uh, to be honest, I was using him for. He had tickets to theater and he was free. <laughs> <laughs> he had his pass, and I really love going to shows. And this is back when I lived in Texas, and he had, you know. Passes to see shows. I couldn't get to Broadway in New York. So, you know, it was nice just hanging around. And then afterwards, we'd go to dinner. And I could try all the restaurants that I wanted, not on my dime. So, you know, it was a time in the past, guys. I'm just being honest. And he used to do that all the time. But it wasn't grabbing. It was more like he'll do a little curtsy. But you could tell he's shaking it out like a dog. Yeah. Just no dipping way. and stretching and what are you doing? Just from what my male friends, because I've asked before, I will ask, I'm like, yo, what's going on? But they're like, it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's like when you're hot and sweaty, like your balls may stick to like your thigh <laughs> or like if your dick itself may stick. So um, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, if it's once in a while, but there are people mm-hmm. who have it as a habit. Like every yeah. minute, he was one of those. And I was just like, I oh, can't. okay. Then you need to break that habit. That's weird. I'm sorry. So anyways, um, Carrie turns around and she sees Big or so she thinks. Carrie asks, um, Charlotte asks her, what's wrong? And then she was like, do you think he'll be here? And she goes, nope, I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) Mm. Mm. And that's where we get breakup rule number two. Lie. It's a lot easier than admitting that that's why you invited the ball player and maxed out your credit card to buy a dress. <laughs> oh, Carrie stresses me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she told Miranda that she'd be pissed. She's like, first yeah. of all, you can get broke over a man that you mm-hmm. don't. <laughs> so the party ends and, you know, she decides she's just get going to get to know Joe. And then he kisses her in the middle of the street. Saturday morning, the girls are together. They have a Saturday morning ritual, which Carrie tells us. Was that established in season one? I mean, they were always at dinner or lunch or something, so. Yeah, but I mean, the breakfast. She said Saturday morning ritual was they got breakfast every Saturday morning. Oh, I don't remember her. 
mentioning that. Yeah, I remember one breakfast. You remember the one, the um, the rabbit episode. I know oh, yeah. breakfast, but I didn't know that it was like a every Saturday morning, um, mm-hmm. type deal. But anyways, Carrie's on page six, and Samantha says Big is gonna see this and he's gonna die, and then Carrie is like, "No, I don't want him to die." I'm like, "Ugh, Carrie." So Samantha calls her out and is like, "It's me. Cut the shit. You're using the ball player." Miranda is. Of course he is. <laughs> I don't know why she's pretending. I'd be so gassed. Did you, you not page six with the newest New York Yankee and you look good as fuck at a Dolce & Gabbana party? Like, come on, I'd be gassed. Breakup rule number two. She said lie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the lie. The lie is pretending you're happy with someone else when you're still hung yeah, up over your head. That is true. <laughs> yeah. So Miranda is talking about her Palm Pilot. Talk about aging. I know, throwback. <laughs> and she's so excited. And in the middle of describing it, and Charlotte cuts her off and says, the first time Big sees you, you're with a Yankee. Ooh. And then Miranda gets miffed. And she says, why are we still talking about him? He hurt her. He's out, he, he's out the picture. It's over. Let's talk about something else. And... I feel Miranda, but honestly, this is the tradition. This is what you do mm-hmm. as women. You know, you break up with someone, you just keep going over and over and talking about it over and over again and talking shit. The friends play the supporting role and say, yo, that fool, that idiot, and you mm-hmm. play along with it. So, you know, she was obviously reacting to someone, something else. They say, okay, and they legit have nothing to say <laughs> or talk <laughs> about is- I've been, like, in Miranda's position. And I actually think I pissed... She wasn't, like, a close friend. She was, like, a casual acquaintance, I guess. Because I told her I was just tired of her hearing talking about men all the time. And then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry that we can't talk about, like, any... And I'm just like, damn, but is it every day? You know? And I get it. Like, I talk about men, obviously, with my friends all the time. But that's not all we talk about. (laughs) Yeah. But I think she was just in a stage where she felt like that's all they're talking about all the time so I kind of felt her a little bit but like you said she just broke up with somebody that she's apparently been together with for a year year. so (laughs) cut her some slack you know yeah so they have nothing to say they're twiddling their thumbs and then Charlotte says "Ooh, I think I have a problem with my boyfriend and that just triggers Miranda Miranda's like I'm just gonna get the check so (laughs) she tells the rest of them which is Carrie and Samantha that he's always touching his balls and then she mentions this thing I don't get it I don't know why he's doing it and then she says he's from a good family <laughs> I told you guys in season one I told you that Charlotte is a Nigerian girl in a <laughs> because that's the thing they tell you oh is she from a good family I'm like what does yeah. that even mean is that that term has always like irked me so and also sorry Charlotte's only been talking to this man for three weeks why is she always moving so fast? Just like in her bid to get married. Calm down. Oh my gosh. Three weeks. Come on. Oh, I, th- I think Samantha says they're low hangers. Maybe they hang in the way. And then Charlotte is like, well, we haven't had sex. It's been, and then Samantha seems to be so shocked that in three weeks they haven't had sex. <laughs> So Miranda Miranda comes back And then she finds out what they're talking about And she's had it She says all they talk about is big dicks or balls And how how can four smart women Have nothing to talk about But 
men. It's like mm. seventh grade with bank accounts. I like that line. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, does it always have to be about men? And I mean, I feel Miranda, but you know what? I can't even say that is not the case. Whatever stage in your life you are with a man, whether you're single, whether you're talking to someone, whether you're married, or for some reason, put a group of women together, the conversation somehow always gets to be about men. And I I don't know if anything can be done about it or if it is or if it's something to be ashamed of. But I think for Miranda, it was just a case of it was like a lot. Like literally they were talking about nothing else. I think like you talk about men, but then there are other things that you talk about hell even exactly. if the country is but if you're just talking about men 24 7 i can see how miranda just got irritated i mean the girl got a phone and she's trying to share it no one wants to <laughs> the hear phone pilot talking. okay cutting <laughs> technology i feel her i love technology so carrie says in the case of miranda hobbs versus the silly women everywhere guilty as charged i don't know i like that i yep. like <laughs> and then she tells us breakup rule number three until emotionally stabilized enter no stores carrie has a shopping problem carrie has a money problem and carrie has really just realized okay no i'm saying it i'm just saying like she has a problem like all around like they've told us from beginning about her money problems so mm-hmm. attack the problem with gusto this is samantha samantha has decided after two months that she's going to try different things with her boo and his small penis and see if she can find something that works for them. They try different positions. It's like a montage, I guess. So they try different positions, nothing. And then they're moving all the way and she goes, go. And then she kind of has the tone of like a military, like a captain Mm -hmm. that going through. They use her vibrator and he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then she turns it off. And so again, I get it is for pushing the story. It just seems not aligned with Samantha. Samantha would be someone to tell someone to fuck off. Don't tell me to turn off my vibrator. But, but she loves him. That's the whole point. She's acting out of character in this whole thing. Yeah, I get She's it. But herself. Yeah. Also not getting the part that she loves him. I guess that's also what made it so <laughs> unbelievable. I never ever heard was, oh, but I love him. Like, or something. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. So Charlotte gives her boyfriend underwear. And the guy's like, jeez. We haven't even had sex and you're shopping for me. This is moving too fast. And then he broke up and he, he grabbed it and he left. So He's a weirdo. He's seriously a weirdo. She's so much better off because first you can't stop touching yourself in public. And she literally just buys him a pair of boxes and he loses his shit. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> I have two things for that. If whoever volunteers as tribute, you got something else coming next because now she's single again. And then two, I'd like to know if there are any men who listen. Do you think you'd be weirded out if someone got you a gift after three weeks? Like, I'm guessing you're not official. I mean, it doesn't matter the stage of a relationship. After three weeks, if... Well, I guess it does matter. If you're... I mean, he appeared as her date somewhere. It's like if the person has been a date, you know, to an event or something like that, would you be weirded out if they got you a gift? Or is it the fact that it was boxers that made it weird? I what think you- it's definitely the boxers. I don't think it's that it's a gift. I don't think it's weird at all to get someone a gift three weeks. Some people have commitment issues, though. So Yeah, but a <laughs> gift, I don't feel like a gift implies commitment. It's like you're with somebody, you like them. And maybe I like to give gifts when I can. So maybe that's why I think like that. I just feel like if I see something someone will like, 
I'll get it for them if I yeah, can. Yeah, but I, I'm just curious, like, in case people have different perspectives, because they could see it as, oh, you got me a gift, so I'm guessing you expect me to get you a gift, so it's transactional. Uh, I haven't even thought where you are. I don't know where that is. Like, I just want to enjoy this first. Like, mm-hmm. now we have all these expectations. Like, you know, you never know. Yeah, it seems true. innocuous and very simple, but... <laughs> Everyone has their issues that they'll bring into it. You're right. Never know. So... Miranda goes for long walks when she's very stressed and she kept running into women that were whining about men and she runs into the famous Eric. walking. She looks a hot mess, by the way. I just want to, like, point that out. She you can't say hot mess because she looked her regular self. <laughs> nah, she, she looked like... And she, she, has this she did not look her regular self. She was in a Fendi coat a few scenes back and now she's literally wearing overalls that look like they've got a dirty t-shirt underneath. No, I no, mean, no. I, I, I'm telling you, the Fendi is the anomaly, but in general, <laughs> they usually just throw her in stuff that look like she just woke up. And this yeah. season, she has a terrible haircut. I can't stand the haircut. Yeah. It's like red and spiky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, she walks into the eric walking with the woman that he left her for and like i always say there's certain exes that always just make your heart you know lurch like they're different ones and you're like fine but they're just certain ones that you see them and you just you skip a beat you skip mm-hmm. the rest. i would have done exactly the same thing she did by the way just for the record out of head and ran away too really before he stole me 100 percent as long as you're looking like that are you mad <laughs> if i look hot then i would have said hi but looking at how she looked, I would have hit too. In fact, even if it's like Miranda, I would be like, hmm? I'd run away. Like, I'm promising. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so we switch over to a bar. And Carrie and the best baseball player are there. She turns around and then she sees Big. And then breakup rule number four, never stop thinking about him because that's when he will appear. Woo! Ain't that the truth? <laughs> is that radar is that radar that they have like in this yes. case it's not over him but you know that that, that point where you think mm-hmm. you're over him and then something happens hey just checking up on you why why are you checking up on me i remember one of my exes i genuinely thought like he was like he had a tracker or something because i swear as soon as i started to move on started dating other people that's when he'd just pop up all of a sudden, hey, just checking on you. Someone I wouldn't have heard from for like seven months. It would be like that particular moment. It was a gift he had. So yeah, I felt her on that one. Men have like that inbuilt radar to fuck you up just when you're starting to move on. (laughs) So Gary and Big Luck Eyes, their meeting was a tad awkward to me. Did you get that vibe? Oh yeah, it was very awkward. Yeah, it was very awkward. Even though but she I, do, looked- I do think it went better than I thought it would have. I feel like it went as good as it could have gone in the circumstances. Yeah, she looked like a love-lorn puppy. Yeah. Like, but I'm not sure if I was Carrie, I feel like this is, like, the best possible situation. You're on a date with a hot man, and she looked nice, and she was, like, laughing when she saw him. She wasn't, like, moping. I just yeah. feel like if you were to run into your ex for the first like the first time that is an ideal situation yeah it was she got the best case scenario which is mm-hmm. another metaphor for life like life is what happens when you don't plan it because she yep. had all the scenarios but i don't know if she had this one again big in a suit in a bar <laughs> um big touches her shoulder and says i saw your picture in the paper and you never looked better 
Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we start hearing a heartbeat, just do-do-do-do-do-do. And Carrie just looks mesmerized. The energy I got was that big nose, he still has pull on her, and he knows that he could have her if he wanted. Of course, they've only been breaking up for a month. I even yeah. feel like if Big was with another woman, I feel like if Carrie really forced it, she could probably, like, go back. Mm. It's only been a month. Yeah. A month is no length of time. It's literally four weekends. That's it. <laughs> but he also felt like Big could see through it all, and he's just like, I know you're with this guy, but I know you want me. But, you know, go ahead, kiddo. Have your fun. <laughs> That's okay. just when he patted her, touched her shoulder, or whatever he did. But mm-hmm. that's what I got. But the baseball player, I don't know. The baseball player was, I don't know if he was oblivious or he was just like, I don't care. But he and Carrie are walking home. He kisses her and she starts crying. She yeah, so literally crying, like sobbing into his mouth. I was like, go get a grip. <laughs> she keeps telling him to go but of course I mean what man is going to leave her in the street as she's crying and then she's pissed that he wants to stay like let me at least call you a cab or something she's like fine alright I'll go I'm like wow yeah, this is um, really weird and then oh I put I have a note that says this is the reason why you don't move on fast you yeah. end up involving another human I think that's the part that I don't like yeah. it's like now he seemed to like her a little bit and then mm-hmm. you love her. And then this was just weird because the last encounter is her crying. He has no idea what's happening. He has yeah. no idea that the person she met at the bar had that much effect and it's like go away, you leave, and then that's it. So it's a little yeah. unfair. To and he seems it. like a decent guy, especially yeah. for like the newest hotshot athlete in the city. He does not seem like a dickhead at all. Yeah. But yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. So... Carrie goes to a payphone, and looking at that payphone, I'm just the thought of one during COVID. I'm just like, oh my god, this looks like the grossest thing. Before COVID, payphones were already gross. I can't just imagine just looking at one now during this time. So she says, "I know things are weird, but I need to talk." Um, I completely knew that this was a fake out because yeah. it sounds like it would have been big, but it was Miranda, and they meet at like a diner, and she tells her, you know. I just saw him, and I know you're mad at me, but I just really need to talk. And this is a testament to how good a friend Miranda is. She goes, you know what? I'm a jerk. And she tells him what happened with Eric and how she forgot, you know, how hard it was and, you know, how hard. And please just take all the time that you need. And also proud. She's my girl. I wanted to give her a hug in that moment. I was like, yeah, way to be a good friend. Because she was. She was being a dick. Yeah, and it takes like a lot to admit when you're being wrong because it's annoying when you you have like that friend that's always you feel like you can't just allow yourself to go through your feelings because they're always like judging you for being dumb or not getting over things fast enough and I feel like Miranda recognized it then and knew that she needed to do better and she gave Carrie the space to do better while still being a good friend so I love that scene always good learn a lesson Mm -hmm. but i can't help myself i have to point out that you know you guys i always say that carrie's a brat in that entire moment carrie never asked her how are you miranda since you saw eric yeah i i noticed that too it was just (laughs) maybe she did later but Mm. then just yeah okay maybe she did but then the camera cut away right (laughs) yeah but mm-hmm. yeah, all I'm saying is I didn't put it in the scene. Like immediately when she said it, you could have been like, "Oh my God, are you okay? Like how did you... it didn't happen?" But mm-hmm. 
We, before the episode ends, we're given the last breakup rule, which is breakup rule number five. No matter who broke your heart, you'll never get through it without your friends. Oh, the truth. I don't think I've ever gotten through a breakup without a friend or friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm one of those people I like to talk about things after I've gotten over it or think I've gotten over it. <laughs> There's yeah, others I just suffer alone. You got a lot <laughs> going on, man. No, just... <laughs> no, sometimes I just don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear practical solutions or people telling you you have to be over it. Like, just leave me alone to take my L. But I do, I have great friends who I know I could talk to if I wanted to. And some of my best friends know how to get me to talk, even when I tell them I don't want to talk about it. So, but yeah. It's right, we all need friends, but sometimes I need them after the fact, <laughs> not while I'm going through it. <laughs> well, that is me. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. It is what it is. Well, that's the episode this week. I think it was a good one, and I hope I st- apparently I still don't remember season two, so it's still fun for me. So I look forward to the episode, so I don't know what's coming up next. So, yes. Oh, good one. I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm glad we're back. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, guys, if you have any comments, have any questions, you know where to find us. It's the Rewatch Times 2. T-H-E-R-E-W-A-T-C-H-X-2. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. If you want to send an email at gmail.com. Yeah, and don't forget to give us a five-star review if you can on Apple. It really helps us out. And I just want to say, don't forget, SARS must end and SARS. Have a wonderful week. Thanks, guys. See you next week.